0: and Thanks for listening to Talking Architecture and Design, brought to you in association with the Architecture and Design Network. You can catch up with news, projects, interviews, and much more at architectureanddesign.com.au, where you can also subscribe to our newsletters and magazine.
1: Today we have with us, we're honoured to have with us, dare I say, the judge, the the grand judge, the, the chief judge, the head judge of... The Sustainability Awards. The man who has been the head judge of our awards for, I do believe, about twelve years now. Perhaps I could be wrong. He'll he'll he'll, he'll he will correct me as he usually does. <laughs> However, this this year he will be not the head judge. In fact, he won't even be on the panel because he'll be off doing other things, other really important things. So, welcome to Talking Architecture and Design, Dick Clark.
2: Thank you very much, Brinko. And and then I've got nothing to correct you on yet, so you know that's that's off to a good start.
1: Oh, great! And I also, got, but actually, I forgot to mention that you're the um, the head of uh Yeah, that's the. I should I should have actually mentioned your company. That would have helped. So. Um, you are not going to be the head judge this year. You're off doing other things, which is fair enough. In your opinion, well, first of what are you doing? I mean. Tell everyone, where were you
2: going without? Yeah, um, okay. no, look, and and I, I know we're we we're going to the uh some of the more remote parts of the Northern Territory, and it's it's not to escape judging, you, <laughs> which I really love and have done for, so I keep doing it. Um It's simply that that at that time of year, it's the best time of year to to travel through the territory, especially if there's a late wet season in Arnhem Land. So um, yeah, we we're going to Arnhem Land. We're going to introduce some family to who, who've tended to uh, have their lives and heads in Europe and England. We're going to introduce them to um, some of the Outback experiences and get some dirt between their toes. Uh, and hopefully we're going to look at some of the stuff that Health Habitat um, have been doing for many years, which took a bit of a pause during COVID yeah. when communities uh, drew, you know pull up their drawbridges to protect themselves from that great unknown, scary thing. Um, Health Habitat uh, are an organisation I've had an interest in for quite a few years, and and really want to to uh, support, support and and promote. So there we go. There's the first plug.
1: There you go. Well, that sounds like a very very interesting trip. Um, wish I wish I would come with you, but no, I have to actually be here and and help with the awards. So you've been on the awards, been the head judge uh, since 2011, I believe you now 2010.
2: Yeah, something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been a while. So what have you seen in terms of sustainability in, in that, that, that time? Um, has, are you confident that we're going the right way in terms of the way we're designing our, our buildings and houses in particular, or do we still have a long way to go?
2: Yeah, look, uh, I guess the good news story would be to say, um, oh, it's come along so well and we've come covered so much ground and... and and it's wonderful, but the simple fact is that that isn't entirely true. It's a bit like the curateg, you know, it's good in parts. Um, yes, that's true in certain areas and certain things, but not across the board in the way that we would like it to be. Um, so we've we've seen, for instance, a massive uptake in Passive House, which um, has introduced a whole new level of thermal performance and low, en- low energy performance. Uh, and indoor health performance requirements to to buildings, not just uh, residential, but um, to all sorts of buildings. So we've seen several passive house projects in the residential sector in, in the last couple of years and and in the multi-res, a um, couple of the unis with their residential buildings and so on. So that's, that's a big step forward. Um, but the glacial pace of change in, say, the rest of the residential sector with, the somewhat reluctant adoption of of seven star natters um, across the board, which, putting my other hat on as president of Renew, um, one of our uh, excellent policy people, Rod McLeod, spearheaded. Well, spearheaded was more like herding cats. <laughs> um, there were there was a significant push from certain sectors to resist the adoption of seven star in in the national construction code. And it looked like the day was going to be lost. And at Renew, we said, this cannot be. Seven Star is not the be-all and end-all. And we didn't want to do it, Bob Brown, and kind of sacrifice the perfect in pursuit of the possible. Yeah. No, sacrifice the possible in pursuit of the perfect. I'm sorry, I got that wrong way around. Uh, with all due respect to Bob. Um, but um, we, we just thought, look, this, this cannot be. It, it's so long overdue. And Seven Stars is a, a step forward. It's not the end game, but we've just got to get there. And so Rob basically herded the cats, 105 of them in the end. Wow. And uh, and we became the loudest voice in the room. We were louder than some of the other big boys that that shut these things down. And um, that was, you know, a fantastic achievement considering the opposition that we were facing, but you know, seven stars, really. Um, California is still operating on a minimum of equivalent of about eight, eight and a half. And and that just means that anything less than that is illegal. It's not that it's brilliant.
1: Um, what's, I mean, this is going to be the dummies question, which I always seem to ha- have it in every interview I do. Um, what is the highest? Is it a is 10 or 12? Yeah, 10. 10. Okay. Is that, a, is that actually possible? I mean, yeah. Like scientifically it's possible
2: is that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no 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 it, it is possible um there has been a, a design competition out there called the Stentart 10 star challenge right um, run out of design matters in victoria um and so yeah look it is possible i mean we did a, a job the other day um probably should have said one of our designers did it so that it didn't sound like boasting but, but it was just a pretty standard little. You know, building on a, a site that lent itself to passive solar, it's a Nathurs rated building. It's not passive house. And it just romped through at 9.9 stars. So it's, it's you know, it's not that difficult. That's why we're saying seven stars has moved the line in the sand. Now we've got to look at eight stars, eight and a half stars. and And once you get to that point, that's the point at which you can then say, all right, now we need we we've gone far enough on thermal performance now we need to start looking at embodied energy and appliance efficiency more closely which is what to be to give credit where credit is due is what new south wales is currently doing with basics
0: Karoma proudly present the medical range for hospital and medical infection control. Our medical collect collection is designed specifically for superior hygiene control product performance and compliance in hospital and medical applications. The range incorporates the latest and easy clean surface and infection control technology. Products are designed with durability in mind to survive the everyday pressures of life in commercial health and medical environments. Find out more at karoma.com.au forward slash live well that's coroma.com.au forward slash live well and now back
1: to our podcast where is the resistance coming from i'm not allowed to say yes you are allowed to say no no one no one listened hundreds of the people around the world. <laughs> uh
2: look i i think certain um building industry um associations uh have had a, a bit to do with Um, pleading the case for affordability in a fairly narrow framework, meaning they just say, oh, this is about the bottom line on the invoice for the building rather than looking at true cost of ownership. So if you project your true cost of ownership out over five or even 10 years, the, the energy to run a bad house will very soon Chew up any relatively minor savings that were made by, by not having double glazing, for instance.
1: Right. I would. I find it amazing that in a day and age where everyone dreams of you know being off grid, given the chance to be off grid and, and 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 actually save money, okay, not just off grid, but also save money in terms of energy. No one wants to be off grid, so save, save money <laughs> Isn't it? That's, that's a bit of a dichotomy, isn't it? Is it is is it because people people is is it because people say what they would like to do but don't really want to do it? Or they- oh,
2: I, I think it appeals to the to the Aussie renegade kind of spirit of thumbing your yeah. nose at, at authority and go, I'm off grid, so you you guys can shove it. Um, the reality is we've got the grid and we can use it to the advantage of sustainability. If you, anyone's been listening to Saul Griffith, who's been getting a fair bit of airtime lately, um, wonderfully so, and there's a, a podcast around that was released just this week uh, where he talks about the the move to electrify the whole community, essentially. Um, and he's trying to do it sort of postcode by postcode, but but to, to make that work, being off-grid doesn't solve anything. You've got to have the grid so that I can basically take advantage of my neighbour's ex- excess power or vice versa. So it can be shared. So that's why the grid is actually, you know, we've got it. It works. We've got to use it.
1: In terms of the sustainability awards, um, you have enough background now that I can, I can, I could comfortably and yet politely call you, you a veteran. Um, Into you've seen a lot. Um, what would you like with with that in mind? Is what I'm trying to say. What would you like to see in this year's awards entries?
2: Veteran. Brank, I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> On my 67th birthday, you had to call me a veteran.
1: Oh, happy birthday. I didn't realise it was your birthday today. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, that's all right. I'll give you a big man hug next time we meet. Um <laughs> So what would I like to see? Um, well, I'd, I'd like, well, in, in terms of the awards, what I'd like to see, I guess, ideally, is that that we would get no more entrants who simply say, "Yeah, it's sustainable. I, I met the minimum requirements of basics or the National Construction Code," because that just means you're not illegal. It doesn't mean you're sustainable. Now we've been seeing fewer of those. To be fair, um, in in the earlier days, we we you know you saw quite a few of those, and, and unless they had something else absolutely jaw-droppingly amazing to tell about their project, it was just like straight in the bin. That's not really sustainable. So we're because we're seeing less of that, I guess that's progress. But ideally, we'd like to see none of it. Um, we'd like to see, you know, that people have got some very high star rating or they've achieved certified passive house. or And, and, and I guess that's another thing um, that I would say to people who have passive house projects that are not going down the certification route. And, and there are reasons not to. I, I think there are far more reasons to certify than not to certify, but that's a different discussion. But if they don't certify, it doesn't really help if you say this was designed to passive house standards or this was designed with passive house principles in mind. That may well be true, but if it's not certified, we've got no way of knowing whether you met the standard or not. So if you're not certifying, then at least provide your PHPP results. And people who do passive house will know what I mean by that. Um, The PHPP modelling, because that will tell us at a glance whether you've met the passive house standard or whether you come very, very close to it. Um, and and coming very close to it might still have some some merit. So it's so that's something else I'd, I would encourage people to do. In the commercial realm, um, having a neighbor's rating is always you know a really great thing now. Some of the larger buildings are always going to have that uh, once a year old. Um, some of the smaller buildings, Maybe the the mid suburban things they may not have a neighbours rating, so it's always harder to sort of tell the whole story. You you need to to uh, you know to write a, a bit of verbiage, but but don't write it like a Jane Austen novel. Um, put dot point, dot points. See, judges have got maybe each judge, depending on on how big the year is, might have between twenty and thirty, and possibly more entries to sift through, and they do not have time to read 30 novels, especially novels that are written in Arky speak waffle, if I can make that point. So simple factual dot points gets your message straight through to the judge in the fastest possible way, and they will be much less resistant to pursuing every word Rather than going, oh, waffle, 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 spin on, spin on. That's the reality.
1: No, yeah, it is. It is the reality, and, and that that is true. And uh, I actually told all the, all the entrance, entrance, rather potential entrance, uh, that you know, don't waffle, just be be direct. And pictures, pictures, yep. and plans, really good idea.
2: Yep. Yep. So, even details. Even wow. Keep- you know, wow, detailed drawing. This is how we, we solve the thermal bridging around this this facade on these, you know, but whatever. Like, to, yeah, give us the detail. We feast on that stuff.
1: Who do you think is doing the sandwich on well these days? I mean, who would you uh, if if you, you even give a little gold star to who would that <laughs> be?
2: Um, well, you're asking me to pick favourites now, which is uh, just one. Uh, one. I look to be honest, Branko, I, I don't think I could pick just one. Um, there are quite a few people doing some amazing work, um, and I don't want to. Yeah, no. Look, I, I'd I'd rather just let people wait for the. The awards to come out and see who's got the gongs, um, because there will be probably some surprises. There usually are. Um, one of our esteemed judges, Jeremy Spencer, was a bit of a surprise the first year he entered. We mm. said Button holding and got him on board as a judge, but um, the fact that he he ran a design and construction company was, you know, relatively small scale residential. Uh, I think a lot of people thought, no, oh, can that guy really be leading-edge sustainability? But he is. Yes. So, you know, yeah, watch watch for the awards and see what surprises come out of it.
1: Spoken like the man with integrity and and, and uh, diplomacy that, I, that, that, that I've, know, I've known you to be. Thank you very much uh, for all your years of, of being a judge. And we're going to miss you this year, Dick. You know that.
2: Thank you, Branko. I'll miss it too. I really will. But, yeah.
1: Yes, I'm sure. I, I will.
2: I will <laughs> think of you. I, I, I'll, I'll think of you when I'm, I'm rock hopping through art sites in in uh, eastern Arnhem Land, or you know,
1: yeah. Yes, when you're having that cold beer after a long, hard day, just 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 remember us slumming it down here in Sydney. Uh,
2: well, it depends which community I mean, because a lot of them are dry.
1: Oh, there's a point. Dick Clark, MGO, architecture, head judge, still the head judge, but um, frozen dare I say for one year um wonderful wonderful uh, designer and uh, and a friend thank you very much for everything that you've done and thank you for your time and enjoy your trip sir and enjoy your birthday please
2: oh thanks mate. yeah and look yeah thanks to architecture and design for running this and sticking with it there have been some challenges and difficulties over the years I know and uh and I you know I applaud your uh, stickability so yeah good good work well done
1: well we shall see you next next year I hope You've been listening to Talking Architecture and Design. Until next time, goodbye.
0: Thanks for listening to Talking Architecture and Design brought to you in association with the Architecture and Design Network. The a and Network proudly presents the Sustainability Awards. You can find more information at sustainablebuildingawards.com.au.